Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of the We Are Bitcoin podcast. In these episodes, these are the ones that I'm doing in between my conversations. I'm just going to be reading articles so that you, A, don't have to sit down and read it yourself. You can just listen to them while you are walking the dog, exercising or driving or doing whatever it is you're doing. Maybe you're commuting to work. I don't know. I got this idea from the podcast Bitcoin Audible from Guy Swan, and I thought it was uh, something interesting to do in between the conversations just to keep content on the podcast on an ongoing basis. I will say before we start that I subscribe deeply to something that I call the value for value model, and I do want that as the channel grow, I want to reward the people that are helping the channel. So if you're consuming content, if you're leaving comments on the YouTube videos of the We Are Bitcoin channel, or even right now, if you listen to this podcast using the Fountain podcast app, you will A, get Satoshis streamed directly to, to you by the Fountain app itself, and on the app you have the chance or the, the tool to create clips out of this podcast. And if you do, I will get a notification. And I can use that to send Satoshis to you as reward. Those Satoshis, first of all, they're, they're payment to you. And secondly, they boost the clip up so that more people see it. So it helps me and it helps you. That's why I call it the value for value model. And there is a ton of things that <clears throat> I'm implementing the system with. I'm just starting playing with another app that uses Lightning Network called TweetToshi. So it's a combination of Twitter and Satoshi. And basically, it's a really cool app where you log in with your Twitter account and it looks just like Twitter, but every character, every profile picture that you see from the people on Twitter, they have a little Lightning symbol. So it allows you to send sats very uh, easily. So if you are using the Twitoshi, just find me as The Art of Thomas, Thomas with no H, T-O-M-A-S. And uh, let me know that you are using the app so I can send you some, some Satoshis as well. Anyway, what I do with these episodes is I just read an article from the Carrot app. The Carrot app is, an, is another platform that uses Lightning Network and basically it feeds you articles mostly from Bitcoin Magazine and if you read them you get uh, satos, sat, you get Satoshis. You only get five but uh, I like it and to me it's a fun way of interacting with the Lightning Network, supporting platforms that are using it and also it allows me to create content like this. So my idea is I just read the articles. Um, this is the first time that I'm reading them. So I'm just going to read the whole thing and then I will give some of the, my initial thoughts. But just know that this is all. This has not been rehearsed. And the thoughts that you're going to hear at the end are my true first time, first thoughts. So anyway, this article is called BlackRock to offer Bitcoin trading custody in Coinbase partnership. The 10 trillion asset manager will leverage Coinbase Prime to offer Bitcoin trading and trading 
and custody service to institutional investors. BlackRock will begin offering Bitcoin trading and custody services. The asset manager is partnering with Coinbase to facilitate trading desk and custodial operations for institutional clients. Coinbase Prime will act as the custodian and it does not seem to have external wallet transfer functionality. BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager with over 10 trillion in assets under management, is launching Bitcoin trading services for institutional clients in a new partnership with Coinbase. Wow. Coinbase will leverage its institutional brokerage platform, Coinbase Prime, to provide BlackRock's end-to-end -end investment management platform, Aladdin, direct access to Bitcoin trading and custody. Our institutional clients are increasingly interested in gaining exposure to digital asset markets and are focused on how to efficiently manage the operational life cycle of these assets, said Joseph Callum, Global Head of Strategic Ecosystem Partnership at BlackRock. This connectivity with Aladdin will allow clients to manage their Bitcoin exposures directly in their existing portfolio their existing portfolio management and trading workflows for a whole portfolio view of risk across asset classes, Callum added. Bitcoin acquired through this integration will be held in custody with Coinbase Custody Trust Company, a regulated fiduciary in New York. On behalf of its clients, Coinbase Custody holds asset in cold storage and is insured for up to 320 million. While users of Coinbase Prime can transfer funds between wallets, they can only do so internally, which means that transferring Bitcoin off the platform currently does not seem to be an option. BlackRock serves over 1,600 institutions across the US and Canada. The investment manager's interest in Bitcoin was made apparent in February as reports of its imminent entrance into the ecosystem started to emerge. At the time, a person familiar with the matter said they, are, they see all the flow that everyone else is getting and want to start making some money from this. And that seems to be the end of the article. Ooh. Okay, okay, so we don't have a ton of information except that uh, the largest asset manager in the world is apparently going to go in into Bitcoin. I wonder, because they're choosing Coinbase. No, sorry, almost dropped my mic. This happens at least once an episode. They are choosing Coinbase, which means they will probably also have um, exposure to all the other digital assets from Coinbase. I know the article specifically talks about Bitcoin and I wonder if that's because they're only interested in Bitcoin or because it's a Bitcoin magazine article. That I do not know. I would have to assume that they will probably also be 
interested in the other digital assets that are provided by Coinbase. It would certainly be very interesting how they play this, because even like the tiniest percentage of their current capital under management would be a huge deal. We're talking about they manage $10 trillion. That's insane. Um, I wonder what that is going to do to the ecosystem. It is very strange that they don't have the option to withdraw their digital assets, which makes me think that they're not really um, thinking this as a long-term strategy, strategy for holding. It seems like they're just going to try and trade them. Um, I have no, like, first glance is this is going to, this should drive the prices up. Um, that's the first thing that comes to mind just because of the, all this money is coming into the liquidity. Like, it could be insane. It could be insane. I have no idea. I think it's uh, one of those times where... The best thing is just to observe and learn as much as possible when it actually happens. I wonder what that will do to Coinbase stock price as well, because they are a public company now. Uh, this is huge news for them, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's just going to be interesting if the economic situation continues to deteriorate globally as it is and people start rushing into an immutable immutable ledger like Bitcoin, something that cannot be devalued. Um, and all these big money managers start having access to them as well by similar similar vehicles. I wonder, is this how hyper-Bitcoinization starts to happen. Could be, it could be. But, I don't know. I think it still remains to be seen, still remains to to see how the market reacts. It could increase volatility because that's usually what happens when people join... Um, the first time they join, they're not as sophisticated and uh, understanding the technology and the asset of Bitcoin itself. So it is possible that yeah, they get scared by the first drawdown and then they withdraw and that causes a bigger crash. I mean, that has happened before. It happened with Tesla. I remember everybody got crazy when Tesla started accepting Bitcoin. Then one mean tweet, and the whole thing came, came cra crashing down. So we, I'd, I prefer Bitcoin in the hands of individuals than money managers that are not willing to even custody their own assets. That is my my last, uh, my final thought. Is that I hope. I don't know what's going to happen in the... We're going to have, certainly, we're going to have volatile times. And I just hope that after this crazy game of musical chairs, the people who end up 
holding the Bitcoin, which I think at the end is what matters. Once the music stops, what matters will be who has the Bitcoins. And I hope that that is the, the plebs, the normal folk, and not these uh, professional money managers, especially not BlackRock, because I really don't want to see them get bigger. I really don't. I think they already have too much power. And I'm hoping for decentralization in everything, especially when it comes to money. Uh, but anyway, this remains to be seen. So just uh, feel free to send me messages through Twitter, through my YouTube channel, my email. My uh, You can check the website wearebitcoin.world. You can send me messages through there. Let me know your thoughts because I am interested in what other people think of this. It makes me wonder. Um, so yeah, just send me a message and add a Lightning Wallet to your messages so I can send you some Satoshis back. If you're listening this through the Fountain app and you want to take a little time to make a clip, the, the app itself gives you the tools to do it. And if you do, I'll send some Satoshis to you as well through the app. Um, you can also connect with me in all the other platforms. And yeah, I I try to find ways to to drive value back to the audience, you know, the value for value model. And I'm always open to suggestions. If you think there is a way to do it that is better or interesting, just let me know. I'm trying to learn how to use all these platforms. Uh, I'm super interested in the Lightning Network and the micropayments. I think that's going to open a whole new opportunity for content creators and for the community as well to benefit because the community is what brings value to all these channels. If you take the audience away, all the content creators, uh, they're worthless. So to me, and the way I see it is the true value is in the community. So the community should have a way to capture that value and have it. And if the channel grows, they should grow as well. They should participate in the upside. And I think that's a lot of crypto projects promise that. I've been a part of a lot of social medias that they reward you with uh, tokens for commenting and posting and sharing and all that, all that stuff. But ultimately, I think those systems are broken because um, just the, the token is just pretty much useless. But if you do that same model with Bitcoin, with Satoshis through the Lightning Network, then you are suddenly in a whole different game because you don't need to waste your time trying to pump your token. You are automatically plugged in to the greatest computing network in the world using the best asset humanity has ever seen. And you, if you use that, to, do, to drive the value that you're generating to the audience that is the true, is where the true value lies, and then you can both benefit from it, then you win. That, that, that to me, that's the goal. That's my goal, is to create content that help people and also drives the value back to them. Like, of course, I still need to capture some for myself just for keeping things running, you know, per rent, electricity, the internet, the phone, 
But other than that, I was never moved by money. I'm super into Bitcoin, not because of the gains, but because of what it can actually do for humanity and for the world. And yeah, I just want to help people understand it too. And like I said, I'm very excited about this model, the value for value model. I've tried it a bunch of times with these weird tokens in these obscure platforms and it never worked. It never, 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 never worked. And But now with the Lightning Network and all these different apps and all these different things that, that you can use, I can finally see it happening. Because now you're making all this stuff run on Bitcoin. And that's that's the goal, I think, to make all this stuff run on Bitcoin and using the Bitcoin network. And anyway, that's that's why it keeps me super excited and makes me waking up early in the morning and staying up late, figuring this out, researching, trying to create connections, talk to people, explain, offer my time for free on my website, the wearebitcoin.world website. You can schedule a one-on-one meeting with me for free. My whole calendar is there and people can just schedule stuff in. I'm I'm completely open to everyone in the space trying to make something happen, trying to learn to better themselves. Uh, so if you're interested, if you need anything, just hit me up and I will continue to develop this value for value model as time goes on. Still very early, still trying to stitch everything together with band-aids. Um, but I think all this in the future will end up being like a, a solid platform that people can interact with the content and get re- re- rewarded by the value they provide. That's That would be the ultimate goal and something that I'm going to have to build step by step. At the moment, it's just me. But I'm pretty sure that once this starts to take off, uh, more people are gonna wanna wanna join and wanna take more uh, a bigger role in helping drive all this stuff. So anyway, thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of these little carrot readings. Remember, I'm all these articles and finding them on the carrot app. They do not pay me for this. I'm not. They're not sponsored or anything. I just like their app, and I have accumulated another five satoshis, which means I now have twenty satoshis in my carrot account. I need five hundred to do my first withdrawal. That should be an exciting moment. Anyway, have an amazing day, and I'll see you all in the next one. Take care.